Hey guys, welcome to Walkers Only Podcast. My name is Ollie Olds and I am your host. Before we start the podcast, please hit the like and subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Walkers Only Podcast. My two guests for today are Zaya Farsi and Matthias Hamerly. The two fellas actually started the idea of the podcast, actually. We talk about men's health, going through some things while being in a professional environment with the New Zealand Warriors. We talk about how Zaya tries to be a tough guy and the pressures of social media and how it's affecting day-to-day life. Before we start, let's roll the intro. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk it zone. So, boys. Obviously, earlier we were talking about um, where it all stems from, and I said about um, when I was 19 coming over here. Bef- but when I was over here, I got injured. And then, and one of the injuries when I did my ACL, it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, pretty embarrassing for myself. But I had, when I went to do the ACL surgery, I had to get um, a nerve blocker put in my thigh, in my uh, groin, because they had to cut a wedge in my patella bone. So, like, they had to numb the leg fully. So... When they put me on the surgery bed, the woman, this Irish woman, she injected my uh, my arm. And you know how, like, when you they give you the drugs, like, you're, you're not under, but you say silly things? Yeah. So I had the gown on. I had them paper undies on underneath. And I remember, like, all the surgeons there over me, and like, they just put the mask on my, my nose and my mouth. And, um, and she pulled the gown off me, and then she started, and she, I heard this rip. My undies ripped, and uh, she started injecting that thing into my groin to numb my leg. And the woman, I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I got this cold breeze coming through me. And I go, um, Excuse me, am I naked right now? And she's like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, so you can see my old fella? And she was like, Yeah, yeah. I was like, Look, it's really cold in here. <laughs> it's not normally this cold. <laughs> and they all started cracking up at me. So, hey. It's during. Operation just before the surgery. Oh, yeah, they were oh, just yeah. about to put me under. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they just ripped the gown thing off me. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a three piece. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but um, we talked about footy days, and and after that surgery, like luckily the footy club I was with, they provided like um, a psychologist, a sports psychologist to see me with. Uh, you were at the Warriors. Did they have anything like that? Yeah, um, they had. Uh, I think it was called Levar or something. But um, fuck, actually, I remember this one time, or there was a few times they're training, like, uh, you know, as boys do, everyone just roasts each other and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like, one of the boys roasted, like, another one of the boys, and then he, like, didn't have a comeback. And then, like, some of the boys would be like, oh, bro, like, go see Levar, like, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> and then, like, a little, little, little old me in the corner just staying quiet, but it's like, oh, actually, I haven't seen... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go see the family. You need oh, help. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I already got two appointments, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm after this training. <laughs> yeah. But they all, it's funny because they all joke about it, not knowing that like the someone the boys actually some are getting work done. Yeah. But oh, that's funny how it's it's a joke. But like off that as well, like sometimes it's a coping mechanism because yeah. I actually did find out like a couple of other boys were well, on it. Were um at Levi as well with yeah. Seen the cycle? That's good. <laughs> I was like, it. like oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you when you look at it, like you both are doing it, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What what um when you do go through these stages, boys? Um, what were your ways of like getting help, or what were you doing to get better? Yeah, do like hard times. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mine would be it's they're both opposites, but one obviously spending time alone, mm. and like. That time alone is usually whether something where you can free your mind and mm. actually think about what's going on. And second would be um, finding people I feel safe with, and then talking, talking to them and telling them what's going on as well. Mm. So they're opposite. So alone and then talking to people, but it has to be the right people. Mm. Yeah. So those those are my two things. I haven't seen. Um, a, you know, I'm grateful. I haven't seen. I haven't had to see a professional before. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's I do. I would recommend yeah. it after. Yeah, definitely would recommend it to after hearing everyone's transformation. Yeah, well, I, I I'll let you speak in a minute, Matthias. But I remember I spoke to um, a psychologist not long ago, which we were getting on the show at some stage, and um, she said like some of the biggest professions in the world, like doctors, um, 
you know, managers of buildings, businesses, CEOs, like you can get these um, 10, I think it's like a 10, pa- 10, uh, pa- um, like a concession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll, where you can get free appointment, like bulk bill appointments to go see psychologists and they're too proud to take them. They'll be like, no, 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 no. I don't want anyone knowing. I don't want all my records. I'll pay it in full. So no one knows that I'm going to get help. Yes. Like, so the cultures. Yeah, like True. you're a grown ass man and you're still embarrassed. Like you don't want to get discounted to get help. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the the culture around it, it, it's I know what you mean. Like it's it, it's people are embarrassed to say I need it, help. Yeah, I need help. But we need help with every area of our life. What makes us think we don't need help there? What about you, brother? When, oh, like uh, back, um, sorry, man. God, <laughs> you know what us boys playing, are like playing ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Where when you when you kind of in a low stage in your life, where what do you do to get? You know? Well, I definitely did a lot of the wrong things. Like, um, oh, yes. but in terms of right things, like I've I've seeked help. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seeked help to professionals and friends. I've I've actually found like more benefit from friends because mm-hmm. they're trusted people, and like there's nothing wrong with psychologists or therapists and all that, but. I, I don't I just don't like the idea of paying someone to listen to me. Yeah. But like they obviously have all the tools and they did help like a lot. Mm. Like they had all the tools that I could put in place to get um, yep. better or, or get some benefits from. But um I did benefit a lot too of like talking to friends, like talking to both of you guys yeah. as well. Um friends, family, like I got a good support um system yeah. as well. And then but in terms of the wrong things, like I was diving into alcohol, drugs so, and, yeah. and um, yeah, sort of just making things a lot worse. And but yeah, I, I, I like trying new things as well. Like I found like meditation helped a lot. Uh, one thing I've been lucky with as well um, with the social media side because that like we are what we constantly process through our brains. You know, so social media can be a good thing or a bad thing. So if you you follow, you know, just stupid stuff or you know you're looking at unrealistic stuff, then that's what's going to be imprinted in your brain. Yeah. So for me, when I start my previous account got hacked, so everything in there got erased. So I had to start again with the Walkers Only podcast, and basically, I give myself a free, a clean slate. I was like, "You're going to put only stuff on you that's going to improve you." Yeah. So I have no BS on my account, which is the best thing ever. So, like, you know, like I, I feel sorry for people in relationships who this can go about anything, right? But like, you know, compare, comp- you know, look at women who are way, like I just said, a way up way past their expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, and then they're in relationships or in their marriages and they're with someone and they're like, I want, you know, they're trying to compete with that into their, or like the expectations have already been sur- surpassed. Mm-hmm. So, and then you, you're looking at your poor partner and you're in resentment already because you're like, I, oh, I, oh. I haven't got that, you know? Oh, bro, I'm so, I'm so glad you brought this up. Like, I've had this conversation with friends, like, who are going through, like, um... You know, they're at a crossroads or whatever, but I always tell them, like, the grass isn't actually greener on the other side. And I said, it doesn't matter how how glorious they look online, no matter who you're with, there's always work to be done in a relationship. 100%. So, like, we all choose our hard. That's what we learn. So if you're alone, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, there's pros and cons to that. There's always work to be done either way. Mm. And I just find that the temptation now these days, we're, like, we're in a world full of temptation. Yeah. That's why there's so many weak humans. Like there is a lot of weak humans, and my my friend man, he preaches it every day, and he he says most of humans here are built on sand, mm-hmm. and he goes, "There's not one, no one here with a rock solid base." Yeah. So I find that um, we're so easy to it's everything so easily accessible. So when you do see like guys these days that are influenced by, or all females either way, they just see it and they think, "Geez, it'd be better," or they compare that life of what they do know. But they don't know behind the scenes. Like that couple that looks amazing, they probably fight every second, like every second minute. You don't know yeah. what the issues are. Or they might, their their whole life might just be online. Mm. Like they must, like they, they, maybe their conversations are okay because all they talk about what they want to do is online, but really their soul's not full. Yeah. So like whatever, whatever you, like the grass isn't greener, there's always work to be done. But also if, if your relationship isn't a bad place, you know, you usually know when you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say, I don't want people to get the mix. Yeah. <laughs> signals there but I, I know exactly what you're saying because especially young men they can fall in the trap of seeing what else what, yeah. what else is there and they go oh snap I think you know need to go explore go explore and then they realise the real one 
has gone. Yeah. So like that's that that's it's always tough, but it's a it's a tempting world. <laughs> it is, man. It is. Yeah. Even like um, I don't know. It's one of these things. Where I'm probably some people are like shut up, man. But to be honest, man, even when it comes down to pornography, oh, bro, like pornography, for instance. That's why I wanted to say at the start, but I'll say it now as well. Oh, man. Like yeah. you know, if you're watching pornography, which is you know, I'm not shaming anyone. I've done it, and um, but how do you how do you you know watch pornography and you're watching stuff that is way past your imagination? So your imagination's being blown apart. Mm-hmm. You know your ex. You know, and then you go. Try and make love with your partner, and they're not fulfilling your needs because you've just watched some fake ass stuff online. So how does that, like these? This comes back to me with what are we putting in our brains? You know, what are we putting in our brains, bro? Like to be honest, man, I wasn't sure how how real, you know, we were going to get with the conversation. But and obviously this is just an add on. But I can't. I'm happy you brought that up because it's definitely been a a big thought of mine lately. About all of that, so like I seen this this post the other day. I had to screenshot it because it says the average man in two thousand and twenty one, and it just shows like you know that's like a Read it up. so it says all the things. So it says can't attract woman, has boobs, doesn't lift, is depressed, watches porn, breathes through his mouth, like all these basic things. Mm. And it has um, where did we find? And it says on the other side, reclaim your masculinity. And it says find your purpose, throw your TV out the window, eat steak, learn to fight, meditate. Lift weights, take responsibility, protect your family, or sun your balls. I don't know what that. Um, avoid junk, examine your relationships, find a life partner, be a noble role model, embrace the cold, and last was stop watching porn. Yeah, man. Like, it, it, basically, and, and I dive into all those sort of things, and it's like, stop doing the things that um, encourage weakness yeah. and encourage fake desire. Yeah. That's unachievable. And of course, a lot of men aren't bettering themselves because if they can get it, they click of their fingers. Of course. Then, then why would they be a better man for their partner? Yeah. Why would they be like, um, you know, a lot of things I've been looking, you want to be, a good man isn't just physically good. It's across the path. It's just everything. So, and I, 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 I talked, remember you were, we were talking about it on our conversation, you don't mind, like we're saying, most men just go and watch porn because they've got nothing to do. Yeah, man. And you nice said to me once ago, nice bro, nice. you said to me once, just go eat a banana. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like, oh, like, go eat a banana. I was like, what the heck? But like, a lot of guys these days just go, oh, snap. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm by myself. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? But like, that for me, bro, like, I've realized why I wrote down on a piece of paper this this week, because I'm obviously doing, um, sorting myself out. I wrote on my piece of paper, every day is game day. And it's you versus the devil. Like, that's how I look at it. So what I mean, devil, the devil is the weaker version of yourself. And the Heavenly Father, for me, is the higher version of yourself. Yeah. Now, with every moment, every decision, you're given both options. Mm. Now, the devil will stay by you all the time. And I feel like with that, I don't want to get too spiritual on people and all that. No, but please, but like, um, for example, you're, you're, you're by yourself. Your options is I could do something you know good that would actually fill my cup up. Or I could... Go take that easy route. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not criticizing men at all for doing it at all, but yeah. like, I'm just saying, like, I just feel like there's decisions every day. That's yeah. why I look at, like, I put my put my boots on every day now. When I get in my room, and you can address your days at the end and go, did I win or did I lose? Did I make the right decision or did I make the easy decision? I've said that on. A, I've said this. I don't know if I said it on a podcast or not, but like, we can go throughout our day every day. You know, suppressing how we really feel via social media or keeping our minds occupied by watching movies or whatever it is. But the person you wake up and the person you go to bed with in the middle of, in the night time, he knows who you are. Yeah, he knows what you're really hiding. Yeah, he does. Back on back on the porn topic, like I think we have to do a really good job of educating this next generation coming. Yeah, because they're going to be watching porn before they're having sex. Yeah, and like um. Because that's like so easy to access, obviously. Yeah. And then as men, we need to be better and not placing these expectations on yeah. women. Yeah. And especially this um, next like generation that comes through, like because that might be all they know of sex will be porn. Yeah. And if they're watching this, they're going to put these expectation on women, which yeah. is so unfair. And it's um yeah, we just have to be better as men and and hundred percent like educate this yeah. educate this next. Definitely. Oh, I love that, us because. It also um, that's a big thing as well for a lot of men. I just 
I want to teach a lot of the young men like how to res- like respect your women. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Like a lot of that culture as well. Um, it doesn't show like I don't you know, but doesn't teach young men their influence easily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So then, if they see a, a grown man not respecting a female, so yeah, yeah. then it's like what what will, what will they do? Like yeah, exactly. this is the future in our hands. So like, mm-hmm. if we can be the best role model, we can be around people and, and preach that word. I, I, I think it will help. Yeah. So, well, the same thing with masturbation and stuff and pornography. It's a, it's like a little painkiller. Like, um, yep. you know, you're not you're un, you're feeling a bit, I'm bored as whatever. I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable. I don't know what this weird emotion is, but I know I can get a quick little fix yep. if I just you know, bust a nut, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, is like, it, you're just suppressing whatever you're feeling. Like, yep. the more that you bring up, address these issues in yourself earlier. And later, the easier life will be. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I've probably. Um, it's just like it's exactly what you said. You eat more, or you you, you find something, and it, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. I find when I was like trying to when I was biting, trying to fight my thoughts of like making a career change and all that, and and doing something different. I was like eating a bit more. You yeah. know what I mean? And then the seventy five, we finished that, so I had no non negotiables. I had nothing to hold me accountable. Yeah. So I was eating a bit more. I was like, and then I was training training harder. Because I was trying to, um, what is it called, counterbalance the food I was eating. But then I was getting annoyed because I'm training my ass off and I was still going backwards. Mm-hmm. And it's just a vicious cycle. And like, yes. it's just a vicious because you're like trying to catch up to yeah. where you were, but then you're eating because you're mad about it and you're confused about things. You're numbing things out. Yeah, so true. And then because I'm not good, I'll respond to my partner not how I want to. Then I'll have regrets about that. And it's just a, bro, it's just a massive flow on effect after that. So. I just think everything start every. I I've just told myself lately, lately every day is game day and everything matters. Mm. So everything matters. Like whatever you, like your decisions do matter. That's yeah. It doubles down, I, man. When you call about distractions, even recently, like I was um, at work and something at the job site wasn't going to plan. And for me, like I could continue working and fixing the issue, but I I was like, I was drawn away and I got my phone out and went to look on. So turn my phone on and scroll. Went to scroll on social media, and I, yeah. I just paused myself. I go, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like that's that moment right there, that mentality where you catch that thought. Yes, and I could have just gone bang bang, like quick little dopamine fix. Yeah, put my phone back in my pocket, go back to the job. I was like, "Nah, nah," like turn around and get 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 this done, man. You know, like hundred percent. And and when we talk about like we're constantly, you know, we're constantly working on ourselves. Like these things aren't massive things, but. Work. That's work. That's it's just still hundred percent. And even that that you talking about that makes me better. See, guys, are like a lot of guys don't even talk about that little thing because it's so little. Mm. But like, we'll go back to the same quote that Jeff Logs. Everyone's how you do everything is how you do it. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And it's so true. Like, I'll be honest, bro. You're you're probably you both probably are more disciplined with a lot of things than I am. But the thing is, I am working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that, that you're winning if you're working. You gotta remember is what what. I might be stronger than you in certain avenues. You're stronger than me in other avenues. Exactly, exactly. And we're all trying to be across the board. We're trying to be the best men we can be. Yeah. And like, if you think, if you had like your son next to you and he said, and like you're at your work, for example, and he, you have a job to do and he saw his dad scrolling, that's the example he sees. Yeah. So, like, oh, dad has a job to do, he scrolls. Oh, sweet. That's the behavior that's accepted. Yeah. So like, I've, I've been trying to think like that and I'll catch myself too, bro. You don't realize how how often in one day we take the easy route and I do it, but I'll probably do it. So say there's a thousand decisions to be made. I'll probably do it like 700 times, you know, like, but I'm trying to get one better every day. It's a quick fix. Like, and back to what you said before about quick fixes. Like, I think that's why I sort of, um, indulged in, in drugs and alcohol too. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's a quick fix. Like in terms of, um, helping things to suppress what's uh, going wrong and or how you're feeling in that you use the wrong outlet sometimes. But like back to what you said as well, it's just sort of not doing what's easy. Like, yeah, be uncomfortable and do what's hard, yeah. and uh, and reap the rewards like of being vulnerable and that, like giving yeah. that strength. And that's so true. Yeah. Sorry to go off topic. No, 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 that's good. No. Even for me, man, like I, the best thoughts for me, the, when my brain is clicking the best is when I'm in the shower, with no music, yeah, bro, or um, walking. Like I now, whenever I walk my dog, which is every day. Yeah. I'll go for an hour walk And I'll leave the phone at home Yeah nice bro And just 
so health, healthy thoughts are just coming through my head, ideas, and I just I take my journal. That's the only thing I take with me, and I write stuff down there and then. Picasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's 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 taken a long time to get to that place. Yeah, you know? like that, and they're small little wins. Well, small little wins add up to big wins. And like you said, you don't know who you're helping. You even helped me on the first episode with um, Lena. You were saying when you went through a hard time, you got a pen and paper. Out. Mm. So I, I'm number one for like just processing things in my head. But only I've only done it once in like the last four weeks, but it was a still a step for me, like writing stuff down. Yeah, and I was like, oh snap! It like it like it helped. Yeah, yeah. Because I have so many thoughts in one day, and so many things that help me, and I don't write them down. Yeah. But now that I've started to like write a few things down, it, it like sort of helps. It doesn't come easy to be honest, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it helps. And what I've noticed, um. Uh, I met an awesome bloke a few months ago, but he was talking about how your mind, body, and soul has to be connected as one. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I often feel like I can go; they can all be disconnected a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So, and I find that if I let myself just be with my own thoughts, mm-hmm. I have no. I, I remind myself I am enough. Yeah. I am all the knowledge I need. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And and I feel like even if I get rid of books, I get rid of my phone, get rid of podcasts, just being a, just being in my thoughts, I feel like there's power there still. And I find I because I'm a, I've got a powerful mind. I've told you guys before. Sometimes even just as simple as it is, going on socials and I I fully exit my life, bro. Like, yeah. and I'll, I'll full engage in what I'm watching. If you, if I, if yeah, if I watch a show, bro, like I'm in that show. Mm. So then, like sometimes when you switch off, you gotta like go. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. You gotta put myself back into that the present moment. So I find lately I've been telling myself I am all the knowledge I need. Yeah. One and thing, one thing I will say on the, the journaling, though, boys, be careful where you leave your journal. <laughs> I remember once when I was in a relationship with someone, and oh. uh, put some some thoughts down in the my safe circ- my safe book, <laughs> and uh, apparently the book popped open and uh, she read it. Oh, it just fell down, and it just yeah, magically fell down and into her hands. Oh and wow, <laughs> that <laughs> trick. My journal would be pretty bad. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, the first time I tried the journal was actually pretty recently. Like I, th- I talked to you or both of you guys about. Yeah. Um, when I had this recent argument with my housemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, when I told you, that, and then I, I like, like, why am I angry? One thing before I say that is like, I know I've gone through all this transformation, but like I still got like we've said so much right. work, and like all I'm still fucking up daily. Yeah. You know, same, 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 same. So same I don't want to paint a picture that yeah. I'm like this perfect dude now. You know, because yeah. I'm not. And um and an uh, example of me not being perfect is like I had an argument with my housemate and I lashed out like I don't know what triggered me but I like lashed out and I like slammed the dishwasher yeah. and then after that I like I went to my room and then I was like fuck like I started journaling mm-hmm. and I just like wrote down everything and I was like what's wrong with me like why did I do that and like he even said to me like in a calm voice like bro I'm just trying to talk to you as an adult and um and I was just like fuck like yeah why did I do that like yeah. what's wrong with me and then I sort of was just like journaling all I was thinking and stuff and it like inspired me sort of to reach out to like a anger management um yep. therapist yeah like I, I haven't gone yet but we've um, been in contact and hopefully get like a, a session in soon nice. yeah. like it may be nothing like it, it might yeah. be nothing but I'd rather get on top of it Bro. before it does escalate or or if it yeah it does because like yeah I've even like going back to my childhood like my mum would tell you, like, I think I did have, like, my dad, like... Um, so you got a footy. <laughs> yeah, but it's sort of like, it's like that, that uh, implosive anger. Like, it's that, because like, when I was younger, teenage years, I definitely, like, held everything in. Yeah. Like, I'm a lot better now. Like, I talk to you guys, talk to my housemates, I talk yeah. to family, um, I, like, my parents, my brother. I talk, like, I talk a lot, but I just, I was just stumbled, like, it stumbled yeah. me why I imploded like that. Yeah. So I sort of want to find out what my triggers are with this anger management thingy, and yeah. like it might be nothing, but I'd rather get on top of it now. You know now. Yeah, because it might even be just a short, real short appointment. Yeah, and they, they would like they might even go, oh, so what happened was, you know, they yeah, might yeah. say your bucket here, here, here was empty. Yeah. You're yeah. just operating here, like yeah. and it, and it, and it could be one session, yeah. and then you kind of go, oh, it makes That's sense. Like I've been seeing a coach. I forgot to mention that um, earlier, but I've been seen, not not a psychologist, but like a, a, an, an energy coach, man, and, and something I never was. I would never. I think you're weird if you did that. Mm. Like the old me would think that's just a bit weird. To be honest, bro, like I don't even know much about life uh, energy coaches, but when I heard it initially, I was like, oh, 
here we go. But then yeah. you've told me a bit about it, and it's actually really interesting. Oh man, it's it's um, it just helps you get more clarity around things as well. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, when I was having a rough week, so I didn't even know what an identity crisis is before you told me about yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I didn't even know these things, and I and I explained to her, "Hey, look, like um, how I will explain it is um, whenever." So, so I feel numb, but like my emotions feel on fire. So if I feel one thing that would just make me a little bit angry will make me extremely angry. Mm. One thing that will make me a little bit sad will make me extremely, extremely sad. Uh, you know, all those sort of emotions. And she says, you're hypersensitive. Like it, whether whether you want to believe it or not, it's actually comforting. It gives you clarity to yeah, know that does. what's going on. And she said, you've operated so here so long. And you've been such a giver that you've constantly emptied your cup so much and your body's become good at operating there that – You've been given this break and you're empty. Yes. And then so you're not responding to things well. Because I'll be honest, you ask my missus, like, she'll say one thing that's sort of annoying and I'll be like... Triggered. And, and triggered. And I was like, man, I'm not being a good partner. Yeah. I'm not being a good example in any area. And yeah. and like, that's what I mean. Like, journaling would have helped that week, but also just a lot of free time, like just going out mm. and realising what's going on. But I'm like Matthias, like... I stuff up all the time Like just this morning Like Literally I'm not even If you know me You know how nice I am And how kind I am But just like Matthias Like my anger's real bad Like if I get to the angry stage It's like I can't calm down Like it's It's real bad And today This morning Just this morning Like one thing after the other It was a testing morning Was going wrong Mm. And then Like Cass broke down For example And I was running late I had to drop one of the um, The youngest off to school and then, and then I was like oh snap so he was running late and then she broke down so I had to go get fuel oh, yeah. and I went to this you know, man, this this fuel station for example and this guy's always rude because I'm always good yeah he never fixed me mm-hmm. but then today got you bro he affected me and he got a worse version of me because he I was like to him hey mate um I need a jerry can and he goes well what are those and he pointed behind me and I said no oh. need to be a fucking smart ass <laughs> and, and then um <laughs> Brian had real evil eyes. I said to Cass that I, ne- I never seen him. I'm sorry, bro. I just can't imagine you angry. Yeah, no one can imagine. Can't imagine No one can imagine. And I was and I was telling Cass like because uh, uh, if if you if you made a movie out of my my angry thoughts, bro, it'd be like R18 plus plus. Like it's bad. And I was like the visuals through my head. You know those movies. I was like, bro, I'm gonna pull you across this thing, bro. And smash. And I was like, and I said, no, you need to be a fucking smartass. And then he just stood there, and he's like. Shock factor And I just snatched it And grabbed it It cost money anyway yeah. I just went and filled it up And he, I knew he was stressing If I was going to pay for it And I went back in And he's like Leave it at the door And I was like I'll do what I want And slammed it down And then I paid for it <laughs> And then I was like And then I was like What, I, what I'm saying is like We have our moments So like If you hear me on the podcast you're like, Oh you're such a great guy And if yeah. you saw me at that server You'd be like yeah, yeah. What's going on? Like, what, who is this guy? But that's what I mean. We have our hiccups and certain triggers. It's just what's going on. Like, yeah, what's it was going one on? for me. It was just the morning. Like, I was behind track, and then and this guy who I don't like, yeah, because he's always rude, <laughs> just said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and I was like, you know what? Bro, I'm not like I'm not going to be nice to you today. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, we have our moments, and I could identify that one, that's so good. I can walk back and go, hey, like, yeah. the reason that happened is, and how I could have avoided it would probably talk to him earlier when I was yeah. in a karma state. Because sure. oh, let's be real, people say, oh, you could have said this, but when you're fired up, nah, yeah, you're fired up. It. But the best thing is, like, we're aware of it. Like, yeah. yeah. I definitely in stages where, I, where I've been in before is, like, I'm unaware. Like, I'm, I'm not even conscious to what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. But um, what I like now is that I can identify it, I can feel it, and I, I can do something to fix it rather than... Yep. I think that was definitely a massive, like, um, problem I had is, like, when I was in... <laughs> um, depressive, depressive states and stuff. Yeah. I would think like, um, oh, you know, like so and so's worse off, or I'd think um, other people were worse off, and I'd see, say to myself like, stop being a little bitch. Like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And, but yep. that like because you think that way, you don't, you never address it, and, and never gets better. You know what I mean? So yeah, so true. And um, like you, uh, what's it called? That's why I love talking to you guys because you're so open about your your down days. And I think that's where we first initially connected is because um, you all have had those down days and the way you were thinking in that mindset was very similar to how I would think as well. So that's what I, I like talking to you you guys as well. But um, I've, I've I've been the same as well. I used to think like real, like like aggressive, you yeah. know, as well. Like just oh, some days you just, when you're in that mindset, you just don't give, yeah. give a damn, you know. The thing, thing with me is because I'm, 
four foot and a fart. I can only, I can only chew your ankles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I've seen you in the ring, man. You go, <laughs> no, yeah. he, bro. Ollie goes hard if he, he's going to downplay himself, but you're a mongrel, bro. You yeah. just charge. There's only one game plan with this guy. It's Ford. <laughs> so you know when you went back earlier, boys, with the, you know, um, seeing a anger management guy and what that, like that might be one appointment where they just give you that reassurance. Yeah. Where sometimes people don't want to get the help, but what they'll do, they'll Google it, diagnose themselves, <laughs> and then next thing they're crippling <laughs> depression. Well, because they accept it. Yeah, they accept it. Like, oh, yeah. it's comforting to know that. But one mm. thing I do, um, which I'm not ashamed to do, is like I'll go see a psychologist. Not just in my bad periods. I'll go see them in my good periods too. Mm. Oh, nice. Because end of the day, like, I don't want to drop. If I'm going to drop and feel bad, then, like, it's no point while I'm at the bottom. I yeah. want to feel good. If, while I'm feeling good, I, I want to constantly check in. Yep. So That's I'm constantly, mad. it's like, I'm going to go to the gym today because I feel I want to get fitter. Yep. Not because I'm fat and lazy. Yeah. It's the same concept I use mental my, my mental I like that. Day. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I like think that. Israel Adesanya, he spoke about that. Like when he, he, when he first came into fame, when he was, um, he went and saw a psychologist because he wanted to get tools in case he like started to feel mm. um, in like depressive states and that. Like he went and saw a psychologist. That's mad. Bro. Yeah, and he, like he got a, like he wasn't even at a low point or anything, but, but he went and saw it to get um, you know tools or like to. Figure out something. Yeah. something like it's just like it's funny. Like using yeah. mechanisms. So like for him, for instance, I assume was he won the belt. Mm-hmm. Like he's hit his goal. Yep. When you hit the goal, it's quite often, boys, you kind of go on this lull. Look at Tyson Fury when he won the yeah. belt against Klitschko. The blue. When you hit like for, like 75 hard for some people might have gone, I've hit the 75 hard. Now I'm going to go on the spree of eating shit, drinking food because I've yeah. missed out on that. And then next thing, my weight's gone up. Yeah. So it's just using stuff. So when you when you haven't got a goal... It's very much like you said, like you start treating yourself a bit more. Yeah, man. Remember we were talking about a few weeks ago, you were saying after, it's a thing. You talked about it on the potty as well uh, with the triathlon. It's, it's, it's the post, um, post-event post blues. Blues, yeah. And it's, it, it's a thing, like Atomic Habits, they all they all talk about it. like, um, and, it and it makes sense because every time I've ever done something I'm proud of, there's always this dark period after. Mm. But the systems and the, the daily non-negotiables and all that, that's, that's, that's the win. Yeah, that's that's what I've found um, is the win. But I've definitely, bro, I've had heaps of those moments where I work hard for something, tunnel vision, get there, um, celebrate, then straight after I'm like in, in the blues a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. Hey, like, this might be off topic, but um, for some reason, boys, right, I struggle to like, say, for instance, I really want something and it's brand new. Like when I bought my bike, so I finally yeah. got all these secondhand bikes and I sell them, and then I finally was like, "You've earned this. You've got a big event coming. Buy a brand new bike." And the satisfaction I felt after buying the bike was nothing. I didn't feel happy. Oh, really? It was weird, man. But when I bought the second-hand bikes, and I was busting it on a broken bike, I don't know why. I felt content. I don't know if that comes back to like we're not meant to gloat on new, brand new things, materialistic things. Yeah, I think it's trap for everyone. Um, in terms of like wanting new things and then you buy something new and then all of a sudden it's not new anymore and then you want the next new thing. Right? Yeah. Like that's why... It's the world we live in too. Yeah, people get empty within having, like living materialistic lives. I think. Well, yeah. um, Ice is uh, a big takeaway I took from him like six months ago. He he always preaches all the time about um, staying neutral mm. and that's um, and, and, and expressing gratitude all the time. He said gratitude is his, re- his religion. And I love that because it doesn't matter where you are. Like, if you can always have gratitude for what you have and where you are, that's where fulfillment is. You know, like you, you, you had your second hand bike, you were fulfilled. I was so happy. And then, but obviously, being competitive, you're always chasing the edge. Yeah. So that's where it was. But you weren't as fulfilled when you had that. So, and I, what I love about staying neutral is um, we all get highest. Like, say we hit hit seventy five hard. You're happy, for example, and then you're so happy, so happy, you ride that wave, but then you crash hard because you don't go back to neutral. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ice always says that whatever happens, he, he's learned through business and being the big dog because people go pat your back like, man, you're the man, it's, you're killing it. And he, he used to ride that wave and be yeah. dependent on it. And then when it crashed, like, oh, where are you guys? Like, yeah, yeah. what's going on? But he goes right in the middle. So he says how he replies to comments is to be like, someone will say to him, oh, man, the podcast is awesome and I love your gear. I love uh, the, like the legacy you're building. He'll go, thank you very much. I'm very grateful. Yeah. And then if someone says, um, 
hey, uh, bro, you suck. Like, your clothes suck. And, he, and that won't affect him because he stays in the middle. So yeah. he'll go, hey, man, I appreciate that. Um, I take both negative and positive uh, ser- uh, feedback seriously. So I appreciate that. I'm grateful. So yeah. he always says, you got to stay in the middle. Otherwise, you'll get let down or you'll get hurt too far or you'll ride the the top wave that's not – you can't yeah. stay there. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Well, so. even with that as well, it's like if you if you let that person – if you let that person who's come with you a negative comment, you know, I've heard some people go, hey man, you know, I've been in that position in my life. I know yeah. where you are right now and um, things with times will get better for you, but I appreciate you reaching out to me, you know, if it, yeah. even if it's a negative comment because that actually hurts that person more. It might plant the seed in that person then to kick on and become stronger, you know? Yep. What, what, what do we actually gain out of becoming negative towards others? Literally. Bro, that's literally my thoughts like all the time when I see... People being negative to others, I'm like, man, like that's wasted energy. It's literally your own um, insecurities, you mean, like you're projecting, you know? bro. Hundred percent, so true. But like, I used to let that stuff affect me, mm-hmm. but now, like, like, cause to be honest, like, what I learned being um, training people and and being responsible, like dealing with humans the last two years, I used to care so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But what I learned is it's important to stay neutral because I was draining my own cup. Yeah. Like, say you you have a client and you, you talk to them and you're like, hey, how are you? And they're like, oh, man, I'm, eff- I'm, I'm effing shit, blah, blah, blah. You start, like, trying to help them with their problems and then you kind of wear it. Yeah. And now, but if you stay neutral and you sort of just, you know, you, you can analyse what's going on and go, oh, you know what, this will work. And just, but you don't get emotionally invested. That's something that I'm constantly working on because my personality type is I'm, I believe I'm like an empath. Yeah, bro. You're same. Yeah, and I with am. that, um, you know, you feel the other person's emotion and you take it on and you yep. want to help them. Yeah. Um, but something that I'm constantly trying to work with is being able to listen to people and trying to t- flick that switch off. Yeah. You're not taking their emotions in. Like, and that's 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 one of my biggest weaknesses. Biggest, the goodest thing about me, I love, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. But the, it's my weakness too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, pros and cons. Yeah, I can definitely relate with you too, bro. Like, I'm an empath. Like, if I if I go see a friend who's down, like, I'll take that home. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm, I'm getting better at like how to deal with, with that stuff. But I wasn't when I wasn't when I was lacking awareness. Like, didn't have as much awareness as I had now in the role I had. Like dealing with people, and because I cared about so many people, and the gym was the place where everyone wants to be happy. I took full responsibility of how people felt. Yeah, where that was not my responsibility. Definitely not. Do you know what I mean? So that was the lesson learned. Like you can definitely be that light for them, but you don't need to wear everything. Mm-hmm. And we, and I've learned that. Like you just number one is yourself. So true, man. That's what I um. Thanks. Also, this is a good lesson for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember how I, I give you the heads up? I was like, yeah. oh, just like I think with again with Islanders, like and and all people, you know, we're saying we want everyone to rise, like. Yeah. And if you if you really care for your mates, you actually want them to 100%. like rise above you. Like people always think that that might be weird because like I've left and then Matthias, for example, has started at the gym, right? So he's been dating your chick. He's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look after the kids, man. Um, yeah, and uh, and the thing is, like, it, it's almost weird. It just shows where people's mindset is sometimes yeah. when I'm I'm genuinely happy for my friends. Oh, you know man. what I mean? I honestly can't understand. Like, it hasn't happened to me. I don't think. But like just in general, yeah. like I honestly can't understand why someone can't be genuinely happy for someone else. Well, one of us yeah. make it, we all make, we make it. it. Yeah, like that's like, Conor McGregor saying. Right. But I've, that's that tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, bro, it's ah, oh, it kills me, man. Like right. it, like the other day when you were training us, and you went up to a woman on the assault bike, and you were like, "Give me, I don't know what it was, fifteen hundred, stay fifteen hundred, whatever." Uh, on the bike, I don't know what it is. Fifteen hundred watts. Yeah, watts. And she was probably sitting at thirteen. But you saying that in, in her ear made her go harder. And I was like, I love that, Matthias. Good shit. Because like, not many coaches Fine. will say this. Mm. And you're like, thank you, brother. And I, and I know you took that on. If that's positive feedback, right. take it in. And if and it's constructive feedback, take it in. But so many people would, wouldn't compliment you when you're doing well. But, and Yeah, well, it's, it's easier to be negative. That's why people are. Like, even when we talk about banter and that, like, yeah, I, everyone, we can all take banter and shit. But why is it easier to bring someone down than it is to say something nice like to give them a bit of words of affirmation it's easier to be like um, like what's an example like say say like I've for me like I've lost a bit of weight and then um, 
instead of saying like on oh, good job losing the weight it's yeah like, you, know, you know what I mean like, there's they just um, certain people depending on where they are they just yeah. search for the negative I get excited when I see the heart rate monitor come out <laughs> yeah 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 but you know what I mean that's the difference like so Ollie and I when we see that we're like because if I say this this is a big thing for me if I say you're my friend and if I say you're my brother mm-hmm. I do everything in line with that yeah 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 like if if I if I was to talk um about you and, and be a hater about you winning, then I'm not your friend because that's not what a friend does. Sure. So like, and it, and it's almost weird for people when they see other people like patting them on the back. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, man. It's like what the heck? But what I have noticed from you, Oli, is like, um, a thought's better out than in. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you if you you were thinking, so he did a good job, right? Yeah. And you were like, oh, good job, Matthias. You could have thought that. And but those words go a long way for that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like when you, well, I know when someone said something to me and, and I know what's genuine, it actually goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Especially if someone's making transformation, the best thing you can say to them is like, "Bro, you're like, you're looking good, man." Yeah. Because sometimes some people are making a massive transformation, but they just don't feel like. Not that you want validation from other people, but it is nice. Let's yeah. let's be real. When you know you're busting your ass and it's 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 paying off. Yeah. It's nice, but a lot of people, I feel like they think they're. They think about it like Jesus looking yeah. good, but they just don't say it. Like yeah. a nice thing's better out for sure, hundred percent than in. That that comes back to me. Um, I, f- I feel like sometimes because I talk a lot and I do talk shit, people <laughs> always think that I'm confident. Yeah. One thing about I realize with myself is, man, I am confident, but I do have my lulls, like everyone. But yeah. like, I do appreciate sometimes when I'm in that lull, someone just pat me on the back and be like, "Hey, man, you're doing really 100%. well." So oh, keep bro. it. But some people. Don't un- that's a weakness of some people, but it's it's just human nature. Like uh, we can't be sitting at a hundred all day, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh man, there's a DMX interview and it always makes me laugh. And he's like, "Who the fuck? Yeah, can I speak?" Yeah, yeah. Just he's don't like, say C U N T. Yeah, he says, <laughs> he's like, I told Matthias ages ago because I people I look up to is always the big dogs. Mm. Like I like watching interviews with DMX, Tupac, like educated and. Like I love white men, but like oh, I love seeing educated man. brown men. Oh wow! Because like, oh, <laughs> nah. because okay, for me, I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like you too, Will Ferrell. Uh, nah, but like, I, what I love about it is like, geez, these guys have for me have gone against the grain. Like Tupac in the library used to read books, and he was educated. So when I watch their interviews, for me, I like how they can um, get questions and answer like with intelligence. Yeah. And but then DMX he had this interview and he was like, Man, who the fuck wants to be happy all the time? And he's like, walk around happy, 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 happy. Like, who the fuck? You got issues, man. Right, <laughs> <laughs> he cracks me up. And I was like, bro, that's so true. He's like, it's not human behaviour to always be happy. Yeah. You know, one thing I do to embrace like sadness. Sometimes I watch um like sad um videos on YouTube. Like what gets me is like um, when soldiers come. I don't know, why, oh, bro. Like, bro, bro but like, oh. I'm not even like a military dude. But I watch like videos <laughs> of kids. Of yeah, like when but like um, soldiers come home to their kids and stuff. Oh, bro, it makes me cry. And yeah. I love it because <laughs> like when I feel like a cry, bro, I watch those videos. Gushy <laughs> Lavals. <laughs> a few months ago, I went to um, Tasmania and did that that youth camp um, with JCP. And it was probably the most life-changing experience I've ever had. Like, I thought I was just doing it for normal kids, but I was actually with, like, um, like my group of boys were, like, the biggest youth offenders in all of Tasmania. But they were just amazing men, like, amazing young young, young lads. And um, it put everything into perspective for me because, like, three of them live in tents, bro, like, no homes. And, like, we turn a blind eye to that. We, we convince ourselves that that stuff's not happening, but... These guys have committed heaps of offences only because they've had to to survive. And I had another boy in my group who committed offences, but because he was doing it because it was a trend. And then that was the clear difference. He saw that these boys do it to survive. I was doing it to be cool. Be cool. But the heartbreaking moment for me was um, I got the video and I always watch it. And like to be honest, bro, it gets me emotional. Was when on my last day when I when I had to drop off uh, one of the young boys who I got close with, but on my way to the airport, I dropped them off at literally the bush where he walks up to a hill to his tent. And then I was like, and he wasn't whinging, bro. He didn't whinge once. Like We got him food and gave it to him. And he was like, man, like he was nice. To, it was like, it was an awesome three days. But then I realized, man, I'm about to catch a flight to my comfy bed and live in my home. And this boy is going to battle it out and, and live in his tent. But the best thing is that I could leave him with is knowing that, bro, this is, this is literally 
an amazing story. Sure. You're the you're the writer, and you're going to turn this all around. Mm. And then they believe that. Like yeah. the one thing you can give them, like I can't get them out of that situation. I don't have the money to do that. But the thing you can give them is belief. belief. Now, if I've given him belief, I have to believe in myself. So that's something that keeps me in check. And if I if I want to talk about getting emotional stuff, bro, I just watched the video of him going to his tent, and I'm like, snap! Like this is a life yeah. worth living. Like I, I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, um, it was of a doctor and a patient, and then the patient came like, oh, I've got this disease caused by my unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Should I change my lifestyle? And then the doctor's like, no, here's a pill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That puts everything in perspective, yeah. eh? Yeah. That puts, uh, and what does that teach us as humans, though? Exactly. If there's if there's a pill for everything, then there's no work to be done. Exactly. If there's something to numb out everything, then there's no work to be done. Take the hard road, some, bro. Like hundred percent, because the long term is so much better. Can I ask, bro? I gotta ask you a question because I've been meaning to ask you, but I wanted to ask on. I'd rather ask on the podcast, bro. I was having a rough week. You know that last lockdown, and do not blame the lockdown, but that's when I was going to do all the transition, and I was saying to you guys. I had, a, I had a rough week because I was facing a lot of things, but I was going for a bike ride every morning. Then one morning I saw you running and then you texted me that uh, two days before, hey bro, we're going to run um, this day, this day, blah, blah, blah. But I was in massive recharge mode, so I was just mm. laying low. And then when I saw you and you waved at me real happy, I was like, literally what I thought is like, oh, because you would go to the gym anyway at 5.30, right? Yeah. And then because the gyms were closed, you are running. And because I know you've gone through hard times and you've ha- you've you've done all the right things, I was like, this man has his systems in place. And then I, when I caught up with you, I said, oh, oh, you're still training in the morning. You said, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I said, and you got to keep your systems in place. Mm. Would you say, like, to listeners or to myself, that your systems have always helped you stay level headed or get through things? Or yeah. yeah, yeah, routine is the key to life. Yeah, you change your routine, you start like you say, you lose who you are. But for me. Every morning, I'm up, my alarm's 4.30, and I'm up before the sun, I believe it, ahead of yeah. the day already, yeah. and then I'm going for a run, or I'm training, you know, and that starts my day right, but like, yeah, like, I don't believe in days off, Yeah, and, I, and that's not like a, oh, you're a big head, nah, it's There's like, always something. Yeah, like, there's an active, like, active recovery day for me, is it, it's still not a day off, like, go, yeah. go stretch, go do something, but yeah. honestly, man, like, from what you're saying, like, for me, it's like, routine, I've hit, I've hit the lows so many times, um, because of injuries or testaments to me, yep. that I've realized what mechanisms really help me become me, better, yep. the best person I am every day. Well, I just come up with a cool thought just then, as you said that. If we just look at um, our life as a barbell, and the stronger we get, the more weight plates we can put on it. So, like that's like you, like a four thirty wake up years ago for all of us would probably be like, you know, what the heck? But now that's just easy. It's yeah. like that's that's child play now. Like that's. That's nothing. So I just think we get stronger, and like you said, you add things to it. But it's just like another weight plate. We just get stronger for that. Someone said to me once, they were like, I, I remember once I was telling someone. They asked me, oh, well, "What do you do on the on a daily?" And I told them like, "What time I get up?" And they're like, "Oh nah, you're you we can never train together. You're just right. way too hard." And I was like, "Mate, this took time to get where I'm at, mm-hmm. and now this is my normal. Like, yep. this is not me like trying to be a smartass. This is me just like." This is my my neutral, uh, neutral level. Yeah, bro. You know, like there's levels to this, boys. Hundred yeah. And like, just another thing on that topic is like, when people like say, for instance, happened when you know when I did that um, three day fast. Yeah. And then I'll tell people about it, and then they would be like, "Oh no, I could never do the, do that." But like, that's where it starts. Like, yeah, it starts with you telling yourself you can't because, yeah. like, you can, like, you literally can, but yeah. You have to like starting with that comment. Like it might, might seem like nothing, but starting with that comment like means you won't, or you won't even be willing to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why um, I pulled myself up. I've been been soft in a lot of areas. Remember, how I said I uh, self observing. Mm-hmm. I was like, snap! I need to pull myself in check, and that's why I've been starting my day like with the cold shower because I find that when you can win that first decision, you've you've you're winning the the first thing of the day is that battle with your mind. Like you have that option, like, but if you tell yourself you can and you don't negotiate, you will. Mm. That's why the people, as soon as they hear it, they don't even let the the actual self think about it. They'll just go, "I can't do that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, exactly. but I was like, "What if you went the other way?" Said, "Oh, I can do that." That's so true. Yeah. People will say, "Oh, screw you," but I love Conor McGregor, man. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I was, oh, sure. you start. I won't say that one, but I love Conor McGregor too. Yeah, um, yeah, like them two in particular, and uh, yeah. Johnny Wilkinson, but like them too, because like the thing about um, combat fighters. They're cocky, but they 
there is a confidence, like you talked yep. about it earlier, it, cocky and confidence kind of get um, mistaken. Mistaken. Yeah. Conor McGregor, he at the t- a period of time when he was hitting, like winning them fights, he was saying them, and he was calling them out, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to, and he did it. So it's like, well, you can't, you know, you can't. Yeah. Because I, I was going to talk about him earlier because um, I, I love Conor McGregor. And you know how we're saying when you tell people you can't do that and they go, oh, and they go in their shell. Like guys like him, a lot of fighters, bro, their minds are so strong. Like, oh, uh, and they they g me up, bro. I get so much money. But when you tell Conor McGregor, he's like, he'll be literally say, shut up. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I can do it. And I'll defeat him. Like the self-belief, bro, if you don't get inspired by yeah. seeing Conor McGregor believe in himself, and I don't know what inspires yeah. you, but the way, even his body language, the way he walks, walks he'll walk into any room, fear no man, say what he wants to say, yeah. and leave with no regrets. Mm-hmm. And same as Mike Tyson, bro, you, you he gets a job, he'll just destroy you. 100%. And they're, they're, in my head, I'm like, bro, that's just a, I've always, physical ability, amazing, but like, it's really the mind. Yeah. And I've always looked up to that. Even when, like, I take this process, I do this all the time when I'm training and I'm really pushing the limits, especially on runs or cycles, long cycles. Yeah. I'll be, like, shouting myself, like, doubt me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. used to say that, remember when he fought Nate Diaz and he came out on the crutches and they're like, he's like, you all doubted me. Yeah, doubt yeah, me yeah. now. And he's like, crutch. And I was like, when I'm running the hills, or yeah. I'm running long distance, running. I'm like, come on, who's doubting me wow. now? Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fighter I've sort of... Um, spoke to They all say Positive self talk's a big thing yeah. So if you what, if you got a real fight And you see them They all just talk out loud like, yeah. And it tees me up Because yeah, your your body doesn't um, Process jokes Like Say like you You joke about yourself Negatively in your Negatively in your head Like your body doesn't yeah. know the difference Yeah So if you're You know saying Like oh you know Like looking in the mirror So like oh you know I look a little bit fat yeah. Like your, your Your brain doesn't um, Process it Like process it as a joke It just takes it so one story as well, when I did the Malula Bar triathlon, right? Yeah. Um, we got onto the swim and then we went onto the cycle. Yeah. And when I was on the cycle, there's this like white South African guy and he was cycling ahead of me on the flats and he was like effing and blinding me and he was accusing me of like um staying behind his tail. So uh, basically if the wind yeah, yeah. wind. But I wasn't. And he started to push me into the bush of the highway. Wow. And we were effing and blinding and I was like, This guy's not gonna stop and start fighting me. So I was like giving it back to him and then he kicked on a little bit and then he kicked on and then there was a hill, a real steep hill and um, I pumped past him and I was, as I went past him, I went, everyone wants to be a cyclist until they get to the hills. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like everyone's so good at the flats but when it comes to the hills you see the real person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. passed him and he was like, you effing this, effing yeah. this. <laughs> like, catch me up, man. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a man. Is that the guy you're going to have a fight with? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then on the run when I went to the water station, I found him and I like I didn't know it was him, and I just like grabbed the water caps because everyone was kind of walking. I was like, "I'm racing, man! I'm on!" And I just barged in, and I nudged the guy, he, and he's like, "You!" He's like, oh, "What did he say?" He's like, "You, you F and C." He's like, "Come here, and I'll knock your head off." And I was like, "Come catch me, mate!" But <laughs> 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 that's the way. That's uh, the way. Savage mode. I love savage mode. Sorry, bro. All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This this was only meant to be like a, f- uh, yeah. a five it's minute. To, like it's uh, it's genuine. Uh, love you, boys. Love you, love you boys. All right, man. Thank you so much. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Don't just talk it, walk it, walk it zone. Don't just talk it, walk it. Walk is only